0: What's going on, everybody? Brennan Schaefer here with you for a little bit of a different podcast experience today. As noted in the headline on the podcast, b Daily, this is episode six, but it will be the first in which we really don't discuss any baseball. The previous five have been all about the Cardinals and elements tangentially related to the Cardinals. This is not one of those podcasts. We've got the Super Bowl coming up tomorrow. And so I thought that since it's the weekend, rather than just don't do any weekend shows, I might as well dive in real quick on my Super Bowl predictions, what I have as far as bets that I theoretically might place. Of course, gambling is not uh, not legal in Missouri yet. Should be, but it isn't talk a little bit about the uh, the gambling lines and predictions for the Super Bowl. Obviously, some level of local interest for NFL fans of the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, St. Louis fans. Some of them became Chiefs fans. I have a lot of friends who have done that. I haven't really officially done that. I support the Chiefs. I'll be rooting for them on Sunday. But I, I wouldn't consider myself a diehard fan. What I said would have to happen after the Rams left St. Louis for me to become a diehard fan of another team is some sort of, you know, emotional response. Some Something would have to happen that would, would give me a memory, you know, something significant that would allow me to dive into another team. For me, NFL has just been mostly about f- fantasy football for the last few years. Uh, but last year when the when the Chiefs played the Patriots in the AFC Championship game, I said, if the Chiefs can just beat the damn Patriots, I hate the Patriots, if they could just beat the Patriots so I don't have to sit through a Rams-Patriots Super Bowl, that would be it. That would be the moment I needed to become a full-fledged Chiefs fan. Of course, that didn't happen, and the Super Bowl was a bummer. I think it went as about as well as it could have for my purposes. The game was boring as hell. The Rams didn't win, so I didn't have to deal with the emotions of that, and everything was fine, uh, you know, all things considered. Now, this year, the Chiefs in the Super Bowl— Uh, you know, when they were playing in the AFC Championship, that was the winter warm-up weekend. So I was in St. Louis covering that. And if it wouldn't have been that, which it is every year, so I don't think there will ever be a circumstance where winter warm-up and NFL Championship weekend isn't scheduled in the same weekend. It seems like that's always the case. But if it weren't, I would have probably driven across the state to Kansas City, tried to go to that game, and being in that environment at Arrowhead Stadium, I probably would have... Love the heck out of it and become a lifetime Chiefs fan going forward. Um, but as it stands, that's not really where I am. I, I do like the Chiefs, though, and they make it easy on you with, with Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. Uh, their offense is is fantastic, and that's why the line for the Super Bowl, the over-under, at least as I see it currently, is 54.5 total points. I do believe earlier in the week, maybe right after the championship Sunday, like that Monday, I think the line was something like 53.5 And for that, I am going with the over in this game. I think the Kansas City Chiefs offense has too much firepower to hold them into the low 20s in scoring. And I think San Francisco kind of sneaks up on you because they're not overly flashy necessarily. They don't have any big name skill players that you just absolutely love. I like Debo Samuel. I have all season long, um, but he's just kind of coming into his own as a rookie this year. And there have been times for the 49ers where their receivers have just been brutal, like dropping balls, not really supporting Jimmy Garoppolo. The one guy that you hang your hat on is George Kittle, and he might be the best football player in this game. Like just with what he's able to do as their tight end, becoming part of their offense, but then the blocking that he does, a lot of that is unsung hero kind of stuff. You don't really glamorize that the way you glamorize what Patrick Mahomes can do throwing the football. But George Kittle is an absolute beast, and he's a lot of fun to watch. So he's a guy that you probably would key your offense around in this Super Bowl game. Their running back core, I mean, Raheem Moser, with what he's done throughout the postseason, and had the big game where he had like four touchdowns. He's great, but I think you have to give a lot of credit to their offensive line and what they're able to do blocking for the stable of running backs that has had success at times throughout the season for San Francisco. You know, they had Jeff Wilson. They had Tevin Coleman. They've had a lot of guys that have, have been cycled through based on injuries and health and things of that nature. And all of them have really been able to perform it one time or another because their line does such a good job of blocking. And I think they make Jimmy Garoppolo better. Uh, you know, even though he doesn't have the greatest receivers ever to throw to, um, you know, adding Emmanuel Sanders was a positive for them during this season, but he's been banged up at times. But I think their offense is sneaky with what they're going to be able to do. And the way I see this game playing out, probably kind of similar to the way the Chiefs have gotten off to slow starts. Recently in, in the playoffs, you know, they had that monster comeback against Houston. They got behind a little bit against Tennessee. I think the Chiefs are probably going to get behind a little bit early. Their defense not quite as strong as what San Francisco's is. Uh, you know, Nick Bosa on that side of the ball. You've also got Richard Sherman over there having a really good season and postseason for San Francisco. And so I think San Francisco takes an early lead, but I think it'll it'll kind of have the, the same feel to it where the Chiefs, you know, at some point, they're going to strike. Tyree Kill's going to make a, a big play. McCole Hardman's going to, going to run one back. They're going to get Kelsey involved. You know, something's going to happen that they're going to, that Chiefs offense is going to come alive at some point. Patrick Mahomes is going to make magic. You know what's going to happen. It should be a really compelling game. But I like the over because, and again, now it's at 54 and a half. When I theoretically was looking at it, theoretically, it was at 53 and a half. And, you know, you could say a 30-24 to 24 kind of score, 30-27, 31-28. All those numbers would cover that. And I think both teams have the capability, especially when I when you consider, and I'll have to look at the first quarter line, because in the, when it comes to the Super Bowl, you can bet on darn near anything. Anything you can think of, they've got a line for it somewhere. I mean, I'm looking here, you can literally bet on the age of the MVP of the Puppy Bowl, whether it'll be over or under 17 and a half weeks. So if you've really got the the degenerate you know blood in you, this is a day for you. Like this is fantastic. I'm rolling through this list, and I'm I mean you can go gender of the MVP of the Puppy Bowl. You can you can bet on. Oh that's not. Oh wow, I think that's in here just because of uh, his his dark past related to dogs. You can literally bet on whether Mike Vick will tweet about the Puppy Bowl. That's not cool. That's not cool. But you've got a lot of options here for different things you can bet on for Super Bowl Sunday. But back to within the the specific nature of the game itself, the Chiefs are favored by one and a half points. And even though I like the Chiefs to win the game and to cover that point total, I think it's kind of interesting. You could look at the first quarter line and say San Francisco is a half-point underdog in that first quarter. And I think I would, I'm would. i kind of interested to say maybe San Francisco ends the first quarter with a lead. They, they get a touchdown early. Kyle Shanahan has come out with really good offensive game plans to start games, it seems like, recently. And so I wouldn't be surprised if their, their offense got off to a hot start against that, the Chiefs' defense, which I kind of like to refer to as a boom-bust defense. Like, they've got Tyron Matthew. They've got guys that can make plays, that can make big plays to turn games. And really, when you combine that with what Patrick Mahomes does— the ability to to shift momentum with a big play defensively is just monstrous for the Chiefs. But they also give up touchdowns. They give up scores. And the discipline for the 49ers is so strong. I think they're going to be off to a good start offensively. So you can look in that first quarter. Over-under is set at 10 points. I think the Niners get at least a touchdown in that first quarter. I think the Chiefs could eventually come back and get one themselves. So I kind of like that over for the first quarter line. And like especially if, if you like the over for the game. Which I said I do, fifty-four and a half, fifty-three and a half, depending on where and when you got it. I think it only makes sense to like the over for the first quarter as well, because I think you're going to need some scoring in the first quarter. Yeah, you sometimes can have just a crazy explosion in a different part of the game to get you to that number. But I think if if they don't go over ten in the first quarter, you know, say one team scores a touchdown and it's seven nothing or it's seven three and they push, you're you're not looking too incredibly hot for the full game total. So I I don't know, I kinda like that over a little bit. I I might have to theoretically take a take a deeper look at that. Over ten points in the first quarter. And despite liking the Chiefs for the game, if you were going to ever pick a spot to like the Niners, I think they're likely to get off to a better start and they're half point underdog as far as the first quarter is concerned. And looking down into the player props section, like kind of getting some some deep flyers on some interesting props you could bet for the Super Bowl. Understanding that Raheem Mostert has kind of been the leader in that backfield for much of their recent games and the way he played so well during the one postseason game, I kind of am inclined, especially knowing the way the 49ers would like to run the football, especially when you're going up against Mahomes, the more time of possession you can keep and keep the ball out of his hands, I think the better off, and I think San Francisco knows that. I kind of like the idea of betting something along the lines of Raheem Mostert to to have a lot of... Rushing yards, and for him to fall into the end zone at least once, where you could bet 100 rushing yards or more, one plus touchdowns, at plus 155. That's kind of interesting to me. Um, I, I, you know, I think any any kind of passing, you know, if you want to pick a receiver prop for San Francisco, Kittle's the obvious one. But anything else just kind of feels like a dart throw. I think they're going to want to run the ball, and if they're able to keep themselves in the game and, and keeping it early, scoring a touchdown in the first quarter, as I have predicted. Uh, I think they'll be able to run the ball if they're not playing from too far uh, from behind. So I kind of like Raheem Mostert, uh, props involving him to get a lot of yards and maybe to score a touchdown that has a, a decent return on your investment. But I want to hear what you guys have in mind for bets you like for the Super Bowl. Definitely a fun topic of conversation. Um, as for the outcome of the game, I, I think I think the Chiefs are going to get it done. They're favored by a point and a half. You could just bet that money line if you, if you really are a Chiefs fan who – you know, wants them to win this game and you don't care by how many points because if they win by one and you're a Chiefs fan, you might as well just celebrate with uh, with a winning bet and with your team winning the Super Bowl. No sense in doing that one and a half. If you're me, I think I'll take that risk. I'll take the little bit extra advantage on winning the bet if I do by taking that one and a half points or laying the one and a half, I should say, and thinking the Chiefs cover it by at least, you know, win this game by a field goal, one way or another. It could be 30-27, 31-27. I think 31 is maybe a better bet for the Chiefs scoring because I don't think very often are they going to try to kick a field goal. The score can get wonky if teams start going for two, which I think either of these teams, if they're down by double digits late, are are potentially going to do. Um, so that could get a little bit weird as far as predicting the final score. But I like something in that neighborhood of 31-27, for the Chiefs to win this game, a close game that I think is going to be a good Super Bowl. Uh, and I just wanted to kind of come on here, talk about this real quick, and then get your guys' thoughts on it. But I'm also going to run through, there's a uh, a Super Bowl party props sheet that I want to run through and take a look and see if any of these jump out for me, because that's what's so beautiful about the Super Bowl. If you get into any of these prop pools, it doesn't really matter if you're a giant football fan or not. Everybody watches the Super Bowl. I know every, everybody doesn't, but... A lot of people do. Some people have sworn off the NFL based on, you know, whether it's the stuff that happened with St. Louis from our local perspective. Some, you know, veterans don't like the Kaepernick thing. Like, I'm not trying to make any commentary on that. But a lot of people watch the Super Bowl, and if you're going to a Super Bowl party, you don't necessarily have to know what's going on in the game to be able to put five bucks or something down on a party prop kind of deal. So I'm going to run through these. And uh point out anything that's interesting to me. Heads or tails, man. That's that's tough. Even odds. Minus 105 on each side. Um, I might I might go with tails this year for that. Uh, winning the game, you can pick the the winning uh for which coach will be mentioned first by name after the kickoff, Andy Reid or Kyle Shanahan. Um, I think I, I think Andy Reid's a slight favorite for that. I think that makes sense. You can bet on the first offensive play, whether it's a run or a pass. If uh, San Francisco gets the ball, it's probably going to be a run, um, but we won't know that right away. Opening kickoff be a touchback, probably. Uh, Score in the first five minutes of the game, you can bet on that. Which commercial will air first between Donald Trump and Michael Bloomberg? Trump is overwhelmingly favored in that category, interestingly enough. I guess the incumbent, the sitting president, would have that advantage. Uh, Who commits a penalty first? uh, The first type of scoring play, touchdown or field goal. You can go with total points in the first half. I'm looking for some of these more injury. Here's Like, will Alex Rodriguez be shown during the halftime show? J-Lo is involved in the halftime show. Alex Rodriguez dating J-Lo. The no is minus 170. Um, I, I I could probably see them kind of cutting him. I'm sure he'll be at the game in, in there somewhere. I could see them cutting a camera angle to him real quick. That's definitely possible. Over under eight songs being played during the halftime show. That's always hard for me to want to bet on because... They always do, like, matchups. Like, they might do 40 seconds of a song, and then they'll do another one. Like, what counts? If we even hear a few seconds of a song, does that count? Uh, You can bet on total passing yards for Patrick Mahomes over under 305. That would be a pretty big number, but if the Chiefs are trailing, and even if they're not, if it's a close game, you know he's going to be slinging it around. So that's kind of an interesting one that you can look at. But here's my favorite thing, and there's a whole bunch of props about the National Anthem. And that's where it gets really fun, right? It'll be Demi Lovato performing the, the anthem this year, and I like Demi Lovato a lot. I think she's really good. Uh, but you can bet on what she'll be wearing. Like, is it a skirt, a dress, or a gown? Um, yes, is the favorite there. No, being the underdog, I would probably go with no. She seems like more of like a a black pantsuit kind of person. Uh, will she forget or omit a word from the anthem? You can bet on that. No, is the overwhelming favorite. Will her microphone be on a microphone stand or not? Like, these are the things you can bet on. Uh, will the col- You can bet on the color of the microphone, whether it will be black. Uh, and then you can bet on wh- whether a player will take a knee during the anthem. What I wanted to find is how long the anthem will go. That's what I want to know. Because I love the idea of the over-under on the national anthem. And I've watched clips of Demi Lovato in the past doing the national anthem at like world series games. I think she's done a couple of times, but I'm not on this website. I got, maybe I have to look at a different website to find it. Taking a a quick look at Twitter here. It looks like, and again, I can't find where this is official anywhere, but the consensus seems to be that the national anthem over under is 123 and a half seconds or two minutes and 3.5 seconds. So two Oh three, you're under two Oh four. You're over two Oh three point five is what that, that's sitting at, and I mean, people have gone in depth, and I watched some of these as well. Where Demi Lovato in the past has been pretty consistently, you know, one fifty one, one forty nine, one fifty nine, one fifty two, but then she did the, evidently she did the the Mayweather McGregor fight within the last couple of years, and for that one, pretty big event, kind of a, a different setting, um, you know, she she kind of milked it, and that was her most recent anthem performance, and that one went two twelve. twelve, so. You know, that one hit the over pretty significantly. And so is she going to go for what she normally consistently does or she has she made a change recently to her anthem performance? I'm going to put out a poll, I think, on Twitter before I decide what my vote is going to be on this. And whether I place a bet on it, I think we're going to, for the Super Bowl party we're doing, um, somebody's bringing a, a, a prop sheet where that'll be on it where we can bet on the over under the anthem just as like a little fun, you know, Super Bowl party kind of thing, not like an individual bet. But uh, I'm interested to see what people think about that. So maybe Saturday I'll put that out there sometime and see what you guys think. But that's just what I wanted to talk about today. Give some quick opinions on the Super Bowl. I hope for a good game. Um, I think I'll be more invested in it than I was last year. I watched it last year when it was Rams-Patriots, but I wasn't happy about it. Uh, But as long as there's good food, you know, I'll be happy. So I'm going Chiefs minus one and a half. I'm going over 53 and a half. Now it's 54 and a half if you still wanted to. To find that somewhere, you know, if you, of course, I'm talking about if you live in New Jersey, right? And it's legal in New Jersey, or if you live in Nevada. That's all I mean. Uh, as far as some props, liking Raheem Mostert, liking some of these anthem props. Telling you, I think it's not going to be a dress for Demi Lovato. I think it's going to be like a leather black, she's, you know, pantsuit kind of thing. Uh, so you can bet on anything here. Let me know what you're watching, what you're looking for on Sunday. I appreciate you guys for joining me. Just wanted to do something real quick on the Super Bowl. Um, it'll be a blast, I think. Really excited for it. But then, hey, once the Super Bowl's over, Monday we'll hit you right back with more baseball talk. B-Shape Daily will continue um, throughout the rest of the offseason. And there's really, once you hit February, which we now have, there's really only a couple more weeks until we're, we're right in the midst of it for spring training because shortly after that, games will start. And then the Cardinals will be playing on a daily basis. We'll have actual baseball to talk about. And then when we get to the regular season, we'll be off and running. I'm really excited to be doing this, this podcast, this season, uh, you know, and and we'll, we'll see where it goes. We'll see if I, I, during the season, can incorporate some other elements other than just my own voice talking. Uh, but for right now, that's where we're starting out. Want to get things established. Appreciate you guys for being along on this ride with me. Make sure to subscribe if you do Spotify or if you do Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll always be alerted when a new episode is available. Um, I, of course, will always tweak the links out, but it's easier if you are able to incorporate into your schedule and you want to listen, which I, of course, appreciate if you do. Um, but if you can't seem to find it anywhere, send me a message on Twitter. My direct messages are always open for you guys. So thanks once again. Have a great time watching the Super Bowl. And I will talk to you guys on Monday.